Here's one of our favourite moments from Jason Lauren. Check out the full show on our podcast feed. He's a sperm man <laughs> waiting with a cup. <laughs> well, his name's actually Adam Hooper. He is a uh, WA dad of two who is embarking on a baby-making tour where yes. he plans to donate sperm to multiple women over the next 10 days. Which is hugely helpful to people who are unable to have children. Well, he joins us now via Zoom from Brisbane. Uh, morning, Adam. How are you doing? Good morning. I, I'm i torn. I'll, I'll say straight out of the blocks. I, uh, I We've got three kids of our own and uh, I've seen firsthand a lot of... Uh, couples in our life um, going to extreme lengths to be able to have children yeah. and also the pain of experience trying to have children. So I think what you're doing is fantastic. But then also on the other hand, I go, why? And is there... I'm questioning what you're getting out of it. Is it is it a feeling of power? Well, look, it started off as just being able to... So it started off actually with me being a father of two girls, I secretly wanted a boy, so my wife used to say I had girly sperm. So I thought, <laughs> I'll show you, and I went out and donated to everyone. So, you know, um, but, no, basically, I um, learned to be a dad, well, how good it was a feeling to that, and I came across a same-sex couple, and they said they were looking into having um, a donor, but it was so hard to find donors because there wasn't many out there. And I thought, well, this is something I could do. And then I looked into it a couple of months, a few months later, started thinking about it a bit more, looked into the clinics and I just couldn't be comfortable uh, donating my biological material out there to people that I didn't have a feeling for who they were, like them just picking me off a sheet and me not having a say in that matter. Right. So for me, I thought the system is a bit like no wonder no one wants to donate at clinics and why there's two or three-year waits emerging now because it doesn't really offer any incentive for men. So I thought there's got to be an easier way to set this up and with the with the age of social media now it made um, these connections possible through making a proper um, group that with a great reputation um, has, has spread like wildfire now um, and a lot of people are jumping on board and wanting to be a part of it. Yeah, see, I think it's really admirable, especially, especially for, like, same-sex couples because I know mm. a few same-sex couples who have had um, sperm donated to be able to start a family. But, Adam, I suppose the question is, you've got two children of your own, you've got 20 donor-conceived children. Generally, when you're donating sperm, it's an anonymous process, which is what you just said you don't want to do. So do you want to be in the lives of all of these children you're helping conceive? I mean, look, it's interesting. When I first started donating, my oldest daughter was three and a half years old. And so I told her that she had brothers and sisters out there and she couldn't understand what brothers and sisters, like, I meant by that because she thought that people, they lived in the house, same house together. And uh, as they've grown up, they've always known and they want to go and meet them. They want to play with them. They want to hold them. They want to create these friendships and bonds with each other. So I'm sort of getting their, their feedback from this as a lot, along the way as well. And, yeah, we do have mother group meetups and the mothers come and um, meet up with the kids and the kids just disappear off and play with each other. I, don't, I haven't... There's probably ones I still haven't even actually held in my arms because they don't care about me. They want to play with the other mm. kids. This um, so-called baby-making tour, um, home base Brisbane, Adam, I, c- I don't want to be crude about it, but how many cups are you sort of dishing out? <laughs> <laughs> well, mate, I'm not sure how many um, cups you could dish out per day, but, like, uh, yeah, I'm limited too. We don't have it on tap. <laughs> so, uh, look, um, I'll be um, lucky if I help three, three families here. And I'll put an inquiry out 
I had about 20 people contact me and uh, I, I picked like the three best that I resonated yep. with. And, uh, you know, I've sat down and had a couple of coffees so far. You know, there's a lot of good people out there. That's why we need a lot of, after I leave Brisbane, that's why I need a lot of um, good men to come and join, not just Brisbane, but all parts of Australia. I thought it might be like Oprah style check under your seat. If you've got a cup. <laughs> then you, you know. um, Adam, you mentioned you got two kids. Do you have a partner? What's what's your family's opinion on what you're doing? Yeah, well, my parents saw me on the West Australian the other week and gave me a call up. And for them, their biggest concern was they're like, "Oh, Adam, we we made a will up and we gave five percent to each grandchild. Now we're going to change that." <laughs> They still love me, though. You're not making any money out of this, are you? Because it's illegal to make money off sperm donation. Is this a money-making exercise or you just are doing it from the goodness of your heart? No, I, I, um, I, I, I'm fortunate enough to have um, a bit of a, an income from another source, obviously, and uh, this is just something I set up. And, you know, look, it was really small to begin with, so I didn't really know what I was getting into. I didn't know that... Uh, you know, the whole of Australia and um, different parts of the world would start jumping on board and, um, you know, really, you know, believing in what I set up. And that's sort of, um, you know, build it and they shall come sort of thing. And then, yeah, for me, it's been special. Like, um, you know, I'll look back in my life pretty proud um, of what I've achieved in terms of it's like you've only got one life and it's pretty unique what I set up here. So, you know, as an ego-driven thing, I guess, um, it wasn't meant to be um, sought out that way, but I guess... As an ego-driven thing, it's it's quite remarkable. Um, so many people jumping on with your philosophy, my philosophy here that you know clinics haven't been able to set up, they haven't been able to, to evolve, they haven't been able to offer men um, incentives to donate. You know, I get men who join and they thank me. They go, "Hey, Adam, I, I saw you on a radio show, uh, you know, two years ago, and I joined and uh, I sat around for six months, and then." I decided to donate and then a child's just been born recently and it's probably the best feeling I've ever contributed to back in society and it's magical, the feelings that um, I've prayed for them. So, Adam, you, you've got 20 donor-conceived children. Do you have a target of what you want to get to? No, I, I could well be over 100 right now if I donated to everybody that I, um, you know, that asked me. Uh, so I'm, I'm quite picky in who I help. Obviously, you know, I've been doing this for seven years. So it averages out, you know, pretty much a couple of families per year. So it's not really, you know, a donor, a prolific donor could help four per month, really, an average of one per week if they were actually making it a full-time uh, career out of it, which you've seen overseas with some of those donors. Well, I'll level with you. Before you came on, I was I was expecting a weirdo that'd be you know running on some power hungry campaign. I like I you know you seem like a everyday bloke just trying to give back to society. You seem like level headed and stuff. So, mate, thanks for joining us. And and like we said at the start, that you know you'd be helping a lot of people out there who are getting to just a, a desperate state. No worries, guys. We need some more everyday blokes to so jump on if you're listening. Thanks, Adam. Clint, you waste enough time doing that at home. You might oh. as well help out of it. Stop it. <laughs> The Jason Lauren Podcast. It's an interesting one because I think it is amazing. I think it's actually quite yeah. admirable people who do this stuff to help families. Honest chat, we all thought when we initially saw this story, this is going to be some weirdo getting off on it. Mm, he now certainly that, got off. Now that um, we're chatting, <laughs> now that we've chatted with him. Well, it, it opens a can of worms or sperm, if you like, um, in that I want to pose a question to you. You're a father of three. He's a father of two. Yep. I mean, is it something that you would entertain doing for other people? I would probably entertain doing it uh, for someone we knew really well. Mm. Okay. It's just, there's just something about well, it that sits uncomfortably with me, given that he's picking and choosing what families he wants to do it for, but he doesn't know them, but then he wants to be involved in their lives. 
I don't know. Well, so for I mean, for me, as a single bloke, mm. I would love to help people, yes. but I would spend the rest of my days wondering what happened to those kids. Yeah. And, and I would be too emotionally invested in somebody I've never met. To yeah. do it anonymously. Exactly, I mean. to do it anonymously right. like he's doing. Well, 131065 is our number if you want to join us on the air with your thoughts. Kayleen, good morning. What's, uh, good morning. What do you think about this? Look, I really want to know what he, his partner was thinking. He did say he had a partner. Yeah. And she quoted he had girly sperm. But he avoided that one completely and went straight to what his parents thought. Yeah, yeah. he did yeah, too, good point. actually. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, look, and, and he was all about, you know, I'm going to prove her wrong, but he didn't mention, he said he had 20 children and that they've met up with mothers and stuff like that with play dates, but he didn't mention any of their genders. Lauren yeah. brought up something interesting because at the moment... Um, You've got to be 18 to meet your biological father, right? Yes. Where he is engaging in these conversations uh, with the mums yeah. after he's donated the sperm. And then how he was saying, oh, you know, he'll go to some of the play group meetups and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, so his children can meet their half-brothers and sisters. Yeah, and if you're a kid who's five years old, like, the mum's running mm. on emotion. You know, a, a lot of parents are so desperate when they get to that situation where they're looking for a sperm donor that, you know, they're just so relieved and they'll be caught up in the moment. It, a five-year-old can't make that choice whether he's ready to yeah. meet their biological parent. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting one because there's also a lot of same-sex couples who would jump at the opportunity. Yeah to have uh, someone donate their sperm and it and it's an amazing it's an amazing gift to give somebody I, I guess the question mark remains over his intentions yeah uh, anonymous is joining us on the air uh, welcome to the show what's your thoughts mate um, so I actually have a donor conceived baby she's eight months old yep um, and I am part of Adam's Facebook group Wow um, I ended up going down the IVF route through a clinic. Uh-huh. Um, just didn't sit well with me. I spoke to quite a few people. Don't know that their intentions were genuine. Mm. Um, you know, there are different ways that they can donate, obviously. And when you say that you want them to, you know, give you the sperm in a cup and you're going to artificially inseminate yourself and they say... Well, no, we don't feel comfortable doing that. We'd prefer to naturally inseminate. Oh, and then you think, yeah. well, why, why is that the reason? Oh, is that what and he's doing? Well, I don't know if that's what he's specifically right. doing, but that, that is a thing. Mm. Sorry, just um, to clear it up, Anonymous, you, what he's doing didn't sit comfortably with you? Is that what you're saying? So well, you just, went to a... Just, just generally the people in the group. So I... Right. Um, I wanted to have another child. I've got a child from a previous relationship. I wanted to have another child. And, and sorry, can I just um, ask, are you a single mum or...? I'm a single yeah. mum. Yep. Um, and I wanted to have another child and this was all as well during mm. COVID and it made things really difficult to mm. meet people and things like that. Um, and, yeah, the, just the people that I ended up speaking to when I was saying, you know... I would like it to leave it up to the child, whether they have contact with you in the future. No problem. I'd like to do artificial insemination. No, well, we'd like to basically have sex with you because um, mm. that's what we feel more comfortable doing. And you think, well, why? Like, what, yeah. what's your reason for yeah. doing that? And I also just think, like, through a clinic, um, the person rena- remains anonymous. My daughter, when she's 18 years old, can decide if she wants to meet 
the donor or not. There's yep. no pressure on her. I'm not mm. forcing her to do something that she doesn't want to do. Yeah, it's a, it's a bit more controlled, I mm. guess. Uh, Beck's joining us on the air. Beck, what's your thoughts on this? Yes, yeah, so I'm also a parent who's conceived by Adam's group. Ah. Uh, I have a beautiful 10-month-old baby girl. Congratulations. Thank you, thank you. Um, so we are active, have a good bond with the donor. I'm not going to release his name because that's his privacy. Yep. So, um, sorry, it's through Adam's group. Like, this you're is right, the, so Adam's yeah. not the dad. This is the community that he's yeah, built. Yeah, it's just through the community. He has. So he has a Facebook group called Sperm Donation Australia. Right. Mm. How much contact? Um, How much contact do you have with the donor? Uh, I can speak to him whenever I like. I, yeah, right. So we actually went to his house when we conceived Bubba. So, Beck, that, that leads me to my next question. Uh, like our last caller said, are you coming across people in the community uh, who are donors saying, I would like to do it the natural way? Uh, yes, yeah, so we basically accepted a donation and then self-inseminated at home. Right. right. But did you come across people who that were like, no, 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 I want to do it naturally, come over and sleep? Yeah, yes, yeah, certainly did, yeah. So there's people see, who want to do natural insemination. See, they're the ones, sorry, that's, that's the ones I've got to question and go, are yep. you really just looking at this as a way but to I mean, get some off? people are like, yeah. Becky, Beck, one more. Are you confident that Adam's sort of motives and his heart's in the right place? No, no, I'm not. Um, oh. I actually got kicked out of his group because he's very selective at what you can and cannot say. Yeah. Um, we found out other information later on after conception about our donor, right. um, which we've discussed with him now. And when we tried to share our knowledge and things that these other women need to ask, he basically booted okay, it. Okay, so this, is, this, this might be a, a tough question, but do you regret what you've done? No, not at all. I have the most beautiful baby girl, and I thank the donor for that. Yeah. Cool. And he has us in contact with all the other diblings. Um, yes. Yeah, right. Wow. Well, thanks so much for your call, Beck. Amazing insight, isn't it? It sounds like there's a whole world of this going on out there that I had no idea about. I always thought these things were done through clinics and through registers, and it's... it's um. It feels a, a bit cultish. I, I think the, the power of I him mean, with these community and well, groups. Yeah, Do you know what I, I mean? mean, are you implying that he's sort of preying on people's desperation? Yeah, and I just, I'm sorry, I just keep coming back to what's the motive? Which you insist he's not. No, no, and, I, and maybe I'm maybe I'm looking at this from a negative point of view, and I would love to think that hey, this guy's just trying to give back to society. But just when you hear this little community, and he's got these mm. rules, and he's very selective. Like, I don't know, it just doesn't and sit right with group? me. a Facebook group? Really? You know? <laughs> a Facebook? He's doing it over Facebook? You know? There's some weird groups on Facebook. Oh, isn't there just? It'd be more dodgy if it was Signal. <laughs> <laughs> What's Signal? <laughs> just uh, hardcore Facebook. Thanks for listening to the Jason Lauren podcast. For more great content, check them out on socials at Jason Lauren.